Benchmark your search market to find the quick wins with SEO consultant Lydia Infanti. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Lydia, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? My number one SEO tip is to look at what your competitors are doing, benchmark them and see how you can outrank them fastest. So how do you define who your competitors are? Generally, um, I would get a list of competitors from different areas of the business. So I would be looking at what sales things our competitors are. Um, I'd speak to maybe customer service and marketing, um, compile the list and then look at what my search competitors are. There are two ways to go about that. Um, you can go bottom up. So you basically look at all of your keywords and what percentage of those keywords your competitors are ranking for, well, what sites are ranking on those keywords and which are the most repeated competitors. Or you can do top down, take the list of competitors that you've compiled from conversations internally within your business, and then go to um, a tool such as Systrix or SEMrush or Ahrefs. I generally prefer Systrix for this. Um, and I look at my list of competitors to make sure that they're relevant. I look at... Um, the ones that match between my compiled qualitative list that comes from the business and which ones are there in the tool. And when you're talking about competitors, are you talking about businesses that do very similar things? Or are you talking about businesses that are ranking for the the content, the keyword phrases that you want to rank for? I'm basically talking about the sweet spot, um, which competitors are more likely to show up in search and steal your customers. Those are the ones that we want to outrank. Okay, and what does benchmarking actually mean here? So to, uh, to, to, to benchmark, I guess it means to um, analyse where your competitors are ranking and then keep track on that. So, so how often do you go back to that data and uh, what's your process for that? There's, there's two different approaches. And again, it's the bottom up or the top down. My favourite approach is the top down approach. In that case... Um, when I start to look at this, I look at how many keywords are they ranking for, what's their estimated traffic, and then out of that estimated traffic, what traffic is branded, what traffic is not branded, what traffic is editorial, and when I, I differentiate the editorial and non-branded, um, as non-branded, non-editorial traffic would be product-focused traffic, and editorial traffic is the typical how-tos, informational stuff that would lead to the blog. And how do you differentiate between editorial and perhaps transactional um, content? Or do you simply look at keyword phrases and decide what kind of action is likely to result no, from that the, keyword phrase? The, um, I do it in bulk by looking at the destination of that traffic. Okay, so look at the landing page. Yeah, exactly. So if competitor one has um, an estimated traffic of 100 that's branded, 200 that's not branded, and... 3,000 that's editorial, we know that this competitor has a pretty solid editorial strategy and we might want to look at it. Um, if instead we're looking at just traffic numbers, this competitor might look like his brand, their brand is bigger than it could actually be. So you kind of like, don't just analyze the traffic in bigger numbers, but dive a little bit dip deeper into what kind of traffic you're looking at. So how 
do you actually decide if an opportunity is actually feasible to rank for? Uh, so if you've got a competitor that's doing quite well, that's, that's ranking for the keyword phrases that you want to rank for, how do you decide if it's possible to um, surpass their rankings? Yeah. So let me take a step back from keywords and take it to where this benchmarking actually is going. Um, where this benchmarking is going is to look at basically the three main sides of SEO, which would be authority, content, and tech. What you're trying to do here is determine whether you need to work on your brand and your authority, whether you need to work on your content, content or whether you need to work on tech SEO. So that is kind of what we're aiming to do with this benchmarking. Once you've chosen the area that's more feasible for you to reach your competitors in, maybe you are weak in that area, or maybe your competitors are weak, or maybe you are on the, on the average and you want to take it one step further in order to outrank them. Um, it's going to be quite a strategic decision and it's meant to inform a wider strategy. Then you go into the aspect of SEO that you actually want to, um, that you've chosen, that's going to be your, um, your arrow, the main thing that you're going to be doing and, um, benchmark further there, investigate further what your competitors are doing in each of those areas and how you're planning on surpassing them. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So authority content tech, yeah. uh, it's a great way to split things down there. Um, so I guess it'd be good to just dive slightly deeper into those three areas in terms of what metrics you use to determine how each website is performing in uh, each of those areas. So, so what about authority? Um, how do you determine if a website has high authority? Um, I would be looking at, uh, I would be looking at links. I would be looking at backlinks. Um, I don't usually condone the metric, but domain authority is a good way of benchmarking how authority is flowing to that side. I would be looking Why at... Why do you not usually condone it? Oh, because, um, well, currently I'm in the agency side and domain authority doesn't really mean that much, especially when um, you're talking about how links are acquired through digital PR. The domain authority of those specific placements are not going to have such a big relevance as whether or not the links are relevant and the content of those links is relevant to the page. So it's just a bit of a one size fits all metric that doesn't fit all. Does that make understood, sense? Understood, understood. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Do, do you want to say anything else about authority at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would be looking at, sorry, I'm just yeah, uh, we will be looking at brand search volume and the amount of branded traffic and the links that we are seeing. Great, great. Okay. And content. So does this have to be manual? Is it essential to go to the SERP and look at the pages that your competitors have that are ranking to see the volume of content, the relevance of the content, or can it be automated? Absolutely automated. Um, there's different ways, different metrics that you can automate. Um, so quite an easy thing to do is to put um, the list of competitors on the bulk analysis tool on Ahrefs, and it's going to give you keywords, index pages, estimated traffic. Um, I think it's also going to give you uh, branded traffic, but I'm not sure. Um, and then it's really easy to kind of go <clears throat> to each of the competitors, um, include, play with the include, exclude to get your estimated traffic 
a number of keywords for branded traffic, unbranded, uh, unbranded traffic and editorial. Um, and then if you want to get the exact number of URLs that these edit, like that these competitors are ranking for on the editorial side of things, you could use a formula to, um, with import XML on Google Sheets to scrape it from the search results, but it's usually not needed and faster to just like copy paste the numbers. Growing stuff and tech was the third area there. So what tech is very difficult to me- to measure and benchmark, to be honest. Okay. Um, so I've been trialing different, different metrics and different methods, and I'm working on this with a wider team because I'm really curious to reach more of our universal con- um, conclusion and universal score that we can use. So lately what I've been doing is I've been using web core vitals for it, lighthouse, um, scores. Um, yeah, I think that's what I've been using, but I'm not particularly happy with those scores. I have been trialing adding health scores from auditing tools and I've been trialing doing some more manual work, but it's just hard (laughs) to get the tech score. Why are you not happy with the scores from Core Vitals or Lighthouse? I don't think they show the full picture. I think they're a good starting point. They will tell you which of your competitors have been taking the tech side of things more seriously, but they don't tell the entire picture of their technical health, especially if you're looking at e-commerce or absolutely massive sites. There's much more to be talked about. There's um, architecture how they're over, overcoming specific challenges. It's just, yeah, complicated. So how often should this benchmarking be done? Is it a weekly basis, monthly basis, less often? I do it on a monthly basis for um, clients that are looking to get results fast. Um, firstly, I start with an, an overview of the entire search market for this client. Depending on how um, involved this client is on search, I do it top down or bottom up. Um, And then once I've identified the area of growth for this client, I dive a little bit deeper on that specific area and create a goal and a benchmark. So let's say that the average number of branded searches for um, a specific market is a thousand a month. And I know that my client is at 500. Maybe my goal is 1,500. And then I know I need to work with a PR agency to improve the client's brand. Um, then I would be looking at this on a monthly basis to see how we're progressing towards the goal and how we're progressing towards the benchmark. Um, I would be modifying the benchmark as the competitors move. So as the benchmark is the average in this case, um, or I'm calling it a benchmark when I actually mean the average, um, it moves. So it needs to be updated on a monthly basis and you need to consider in your uh, planning of your goal how you think that this average is going to move and move your goal if you need to. If um, branded searches are decreasing, maybe you only need to get to a thousand. If um, branded searches are increasing by 10% every month, you need to take into account um, at the end of the next six months or the next 12 months, depending on when you wanna when you want to reach your goal, how will the average have fluctuated? So it certainly sounds like a progressive way to offer SEO services to clients, but 
Do you not have clients that um, want more of a direct way of measuring SEO success? Uh, I mean, if you say things like, okay, you, the number of searches that your brand appears on has increased by 50%, it's difficult to measure the bottom of li- bottom line of that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, when it comes to measuring the actual real success of SEO, for me, it always comes down to revenue. Um, and everything can be tracked down to revenue in the end. If you're in a SaaS company, um, you're going to have different models of tracking revenue. So maybe we're talking about leads, but it's not just about leads, it's qualified leads. Then those qualified leads, how many turn into customers? Then those customers, how many, um, what is their lifetime value? And what is the value? Like then you track it back down to the value of a lead and you can get the estimated revenue growth from the growth of your SEO efforts. Um, in the end, there's always a way to bring it back to revenue in in the world of SEO. And that's what, in my opinion, matters to businesses. A lot of great thoughts there. So I'm sure many SEOs will be hearing what you're saying, thinking, I need to be benchmarking more. I don't have a firm, consistent strategy to identify and keep track of competitors, but they're struggling for time. So what's the thing that an SEO may be doing at the moment that is probably a little bit of waste of time they should stop doing in order to spend more time doing what you suggest? Yeah, I would say stop panicking immediately about rank drops and rank changes. Don't track them on the daily um, and track them globally around the topic more than specific keywords, unless there's something that's absolutely a money keyword for you. And don't work reactively because you might be, uh, you might be looking at a a Google test of the SERPs. You might be looking at something that your competitor has done. Um, it doesn't necessarily fall in your hands. So take a chill pill, deep breath, and look at your rankings with a little bit more perspective. Look at them over time. Is the drop consistent? Um, how volatile are the SERPs in your industry? And what level of drop are you comfortable with? Take a chill pill, SEOs. You can find Lydia Infante over at lydia-infante.com. Lydia, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Thank you. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com. <laughs>